Hello, and welcome back to Binge Podcast. My name is Kara, and I'm your host, and we're back with one of our favorite guests, my lovely fiance, Mason. Say hi, Mason. Yippee! That's not okay. Um, and today we're going to be talking about, well, it's called, this week's episode is called, It's Always Bitchin' in Philadelphia. And if you've seen the show, you probably know we're talking about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And we're just going to go ahead and dive right into it. Mason, do you want to give a basic rundown of what the show is? Sure, we'll see if I can give a good synopsis. But the show is about a group of people that they call the gang. That's a thing that's used quite a bit during the show. Of four people who own a bar together. It is Mac, Charlie, and Dennis. And Dennis's sister, Dee. And they are insufferable is the best way I can put it. They're awful people. They're not very nice. They are constantly out to either backstab each other or the people around them to do what they want to do. And they're idiots. So it kind of, the way I would best put it is almost a spiritual successor to Seinfeld in the sense. Like, the people in Seinfeld were often portrayed as kind of jerks, but... That was part of the sitcom and funniness of it, and Always Sunny does that same sort of style. They took a lot of inspiration from it, actually. Oh, absolutely. I think you can easily tell there was a lot of inspiration. I mean, there's a whole episode where they just, like, imitate some of their stuff. From Seinfeld. It's pretty funny. (laughs) Verbatim, they're falling shot by shot, things that happen during Seinfeld. But the point being is it's that same style of humor that it goes very much for... How would you go about it? Very... There's a lot of commentary, but on-the-nose commentary, but also they go almost for shock humor to an extent. It's yeah. very much they go for things that are... Well, it's clearly satirical in all, yes. mo- and for the most part. Yes, most things in Always Sunny, they say awful things and do awful stuff, but you know it is satirical in nature, and the actual people who made the sitcom don't have these beliefs. Right. So, and something... Uh, later on in season two, this isn't much of a spoiler because he's in there for literally all the other seasons, but Danny DeVito joins in at some point, and it just makes the show even better. Um, it He's D and um, Dennis's dad, so it's pretty interesting, and he winds up, like, buying the bar and stuff, and he starts saying in there and stuff. And Anyway, but I realized I didn't say where you can find the show. It, and when it came out, which I normally do. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. All right, it came right. out in 2005, and you can watch it on Hulu. And something great about this show is that it's still going on. They just released, what season was it? Was this 15th. their 15th? Yes. Their 15th season. So there are a crap ton of episodes. There's so many. That actually made it, if I'm not mistaken, it is now the longest running uh, live action comedy series. It is. Of it's all time. The, the longest sitcom. Which replaced because it. Because it used to be, um, I don't remember what it was called. I, searched, I actually just searched it up. It was The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet from 1952 to 1966. It ran for 14 seasons. And Always Sunny is currently, they were paid to do up to season 18 at the moment. And that's going to be extended on. And I get it. If you look back, as I mentioned, 2004, there are topics that have been covered. That were topical since 2004 and still to this day have quite a bit of, I would say, significance and I would say this 
zeitgeist even? Is that the term I'm looking for? I'm sorry, what? You ever heard the term zeitgeist? Or am I just saying it wrong? I don't know what you're talking about. Genuinely. I have no idea what that yeah. is. But it, it covers things zeitgeist? that... Zeitgeist? Would you like to define it for the audience? Sure. Zeitgeist. I hear it. As they say. Let me get the whole way so you can... Zeitgeist. Is the defining spirit or mood of a particular period of history is shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. Why and do you know that word? I don't know. It's just when I, I knew. When's the last time someone used that word? I couldn't tell you. But either way, what I was going to say was it does cover the zeitgeist of that time and things that are important even to today. Like, one of the first or second seasons is about gun control laws. And it still holds up today because that is still a topical issue. Unfortunately. Well, it is what it is, sadly. But I think it is funny in that sense. There's a few episodes where obviously things may be not nearly as relevant in, you know, pop culture. Yeah, there's one where it's just who pooped the bed. So not everything is. (laughs) Yeah, you get a mixture. I love the phrase that it's not always going to be commentary. But but they're not afraid to make a statement. No. I mean, they were talking, see, but you'll get some, I think it was the oil crisis, which would have been during... Yeah, that one's funny. That, but that was during, like, the Bush era. That's quite a bit back from where we are currently. But again, it does hold, and it's not less funny just because that's not currently happening. I think it's still a great episode. Oh, yeah, it's still hilarious. <sighs> but on top of that, you do have, as Kara said, your mixture of episodes that aren't so much related to just Yeah, there are a bunch of nonsensical so. ones. They're yeah. just, haha, silly funny. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because the characters are interesting, and I think them being as awful as they are is a real funny thing. I think we should go in, like, depth about each of the characters. Um, like, (laughs) we should talk about... Okay, so Charlie's kind of dumb. He's not all that smart, and he's really obsessed with this lady named the Waitress, and he's always trying to get with her, and he's always scheming and stalking her and stuff, and it's really weird, and she wants nothing to do with him. So, I make it abundantly clear it's not like he's he does do things that are considered like sneaky in nature when you're mentioned like following and watching the waitress but she like knows this is something that's happening like yeah this isn't a sense like clearly she's told him to stop many times they talked about having a what is it restraining, restraining order. order but and on and, top of that and you he, I'd say he's even he's not even the worst of the group no he isn't but my point with what you were about to say was because you called her the waitress in her uh, name. Oh, yeah. They don't ever say her name. I don't think part of the gang knows. I don't think any of the gang knows her name. And they went to high school with her. They reveal. Yes. Like, which, they've known her for a fat minute. And that kind of furthers the point because... Because they're, like, at this point, they're in, like, their 40s. Yes. But... And that gag's still going. And, I mean, to add to them being awful, I guess you can bring up... Would you want to go Mac or do you want to do dinner? So we do, do Mac next. Because yeah. Mac is... Next up on the list that isn't as bad, I would say. Mac. <laughs> Mac Mac's... just makes dumb decisions too. I'd say those two are just two peas in a pod, if you yes. will. But Mac is one that very much has this like. And he thinks he's tough. He is very much he a guy who has a macho person. He knows karate, and he doesn't. No, he does not. He sure acts like he does, and acts as if he'd be the bouncer for the group. But in multiple occasions, you kind of see that he is not capable of that. There's an episode where, to prove, like, how he could be the bouncer of the bar, he tries to choke out Charlie. And he winds up choking himself out. Yeah, Charlie just puts him in a hole that knocks him out entirely. No, 
Charlie doesn't put him in a hold. He oh, has yeah, Charlie doesn't. in a hold. Charlie does nothing and he knocks himself out. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> but my point is that is his persona. That's his whole stick. What? No. Um, <laughs> and then. Then a, what, what would it be? Would it be D? Next? I'd say D. Dennis is probably the worst of the four. I don't know. D, Frank, and Dennis all have pretty crappy moments genuinely though so Dennis, i think they all they're all kind of peas in the pot as too. being a family yeah i was like they all share similar traits they're definitely the worst but just, would you almost call them psychopaths for all three of them they oh yeah they're weird they're, they very much have no empathy or care for most people that aren't themselves and especially dennis though dennis is the worst of the three dennis even makes a comment and like one of the things he's like i'm having feelings again like i'm 14 <laughs> he's like you remember feelings right mac and then mac's like I have feelings, feelings every, every day. single day of my life, Dennis. <laughs> Are you saying you don't have feelings anymore? It's like, well, you know, I just I built up a wall. <laughs> but very much, all three of the characters share those same traits. D is the one that gets picked on the most out of the group. Yeah, they call her a bird all the time. Why? There's not uh, much. They, or... they started it in the basketball episode, which, you know, you don't know what that is if you haven't seen the show. They have to do community service, and they're coaching a, bas- a children's basketball team. And they started in that one because at first she was wearing a yellow pantsuit, and she's kind of tall for a woman, and they called her Big Bird. And now, and after that, they just kept calling her a bird. <laughs> but she's the one that kind of gets trashed on the most, I would say, out of the game. But she very much has that attitude that if it's not going to benefit her, she has no interest in doing it. And that and Dennis extends, and Frank are the same way. Yeah. Except Dennis always hits on younger women and it's very manipulative. And creepy. And, and there's awful. a whole episode about just him. Manipulating his system. Of manipulating women. But Dennis is absolutely awful in every imaginable way. He, it's then, very clear by the way he approaches stuff that he doesn't... He's, he's a weird case. He genuinely does not care about anybody else. <laughs> yes. He... It's weird because you'll see the moments where he talks honestly, like he's with the gang, but it's, he might be worse than Frank, honestly, because Frank's kind of a. He's what he's, funds all these projects because you'll realize a lot of these things. Yeah, they mention, he's like rich. They're mentioning about the four people who are going to be in bar owners, and that's an important fact. But they don't it, really work their bar all that no, much. None of them work. They're mostly doing schemes and giving themselves beers. Yes. They're, like, never there. Or and then when they are, they're just arguing with each other. Yes, they don't seem to be doing their job ever or running the bar. It seems to be kind of finding some other thing that they find interesting. And it's mostly explained through just the amounts of money that Frank has as he is a, would you say, uh, what's the term for it? I don't want to say CEO, but, like, entrepreneur. That's the term I'm looking for. Well, he was a CEO, too. Yeah. But he built he his own company. Yeah, he was building his own company, sold it off, made a ton of money. So he's got... It's he comes into the story already retired, but with a ton of cash and nothing better to do at this yeah. point. He actually comes in in season two, because the the show was originally gonna get shut down, and the network was like, "Hey, you need to bring in a bigger star, or you're done. We're not doing this anymore. It's not successful enough." And it wound up being Danny DeVito, and they're like, "Oh, he's such a big star. He's so much older. He's never gonna get along with us," but he fits right in. He, they make him do the wildest stuff. Like, at some point, they have him crawl naked out of a couch. No. Like, it is hilarious all the things they get him to do. Or he'll, like... And they just get him to do disgusting and outlandish things. And it's hilarious. I remember uh, reading about it. Because they were all... 
not excited to have Danny DeVito on set originally, from my understanding. They had it because yeah. of what you were saying. Like, he's such a big star. There's no way he's going to gel with a group that's obviously trying to be similar in Seinfeld, but pushing the envelope a lot further than Seinfeld ever would. Oh, yeah. But obviously they thought with a well-established older actor, that's not going to fly. But Danny DeVito he plays... He fits right in. He plays into it 100%. He goes further than the rest of them a lot of the time. I forgot what it was, but the, they said even one thing. They did for like an April Fool's joke. They handed him a script and it was the Yes, most... I saw that. They gave him a script for a fake episode and made him go through the efforts of learning it and recording it. And they never even used it. But he was like the most... I think he didn't do most of it because flat out he said it was like... They intentionally tried to make it the most heinous thing imaginable, and he had to go talk to him like, I don't think this is funny. Like, I don't, this is just awful. You guys can't do this on the show. I didn't see that part. Yeah, no, he said, like, they intentionally, like, they didn't write it to the point of, like, oh, it's funny, but you're going to do some goofy stuff. They wrote it to intentionally be like, you're going to say the most awful stuff, do the most awful things. Yeah, because they do push the envelope, like, even in one of them. This is why some of the episodes have gotten taken down, because it does go kind of far. Like, they film Lethal Weapon 7. <laughs> they do... Mac wants to play... Murdoch? Murdoch. Who's? And, who's African-American, and he decides to put himself in blackface to be true to the role, which obviously isn't okay. And they obviously aren't saying it's okay. It's one of those things where it's, like, satirical, but, like... It's meant as... Not as a, like, role of trying to make fun of people of that group, but more or less trying to make fun of our group of people like Mac, Dennis, Charlie for thanking something because like that's Because some okay. people think it's okay and they do it. Anyway. Yes, and it's it's portrayed as completely outrageous. And that's completely what it's supposed to be. And I think that's further shown by, don't they swap? Like Tropical Thunder, Robert Downey Jr. Didn't it? Yeah, and in the in the show, him and Dennis switch roles like halfway through. <laughs> Dennis except Dennis does not, does not do blackface. <laughs> He's determined and that... Then, Dee's done it a couple times, or she's pretended to be Latina or Asian. But the point... Very stereotypically, but, like, the whole point is that they're showing it's not okay, and, like, people do oh, this and stuff. And I think that's And that's where it's up. different from, like, Velma. Is like, they're obviously saying, this is bad, instead of just making jokes and then, like, trying to make a statement, and then having people sexually assault people oh and yeah being like this is funny no and i think that's important the big fact difference that, like, whenever there is an issue like this you have people it's like, clearly there's other people there they're like this is not okay yes usually like whenever there are d, consequences to these actions when d ever did her like impressions and did like black they, went, whoa, they whoa. all like absolutely like got not on her okay <laughs> like this isn't funny this is racist you're not being funny or even with Mac, and they're like, in hindsight, that was really bad. Because <laughs> yeah. they even put it in the local library, their DVD of it, and it gets pulled. <laughs> and they even make commentary, like, I, I do find that funny, because they did a new Lethal Weapon on, the I think, the latest season. And they make fun of people, obviously. Uh, he mentions how oh, yeah, he was graciously mentions- going to bow down from not playing Murdoch. Bow out. Bow, and he's like, and waiting for like he's just sitting there waiting. And he's like, why aren't you, you can applaud then? now? He's it's like, like we're not gonna apologize. And he's like, congr- well, why would I do it then? Like, why would I not be? Yes, purposely not be racist if I don't get anything out of it. Yes, it shows how awful they are, and it's not played as like a this is what you should do. But obviously, wow, these people are the worst humans. <laughs> and it's funny because it's been going on for fifteen seasons now, quite a few years, um, and so. 
as they get older, they keep doing the same things, and it just gets even weirder, because Dennis is hitting on, like, even younger girls at this point, and it just gets, it gets funnier as it oh, goes yeah. on. It shows. Because they, like... they make no development, or when they do, they get worse. Oh, no, absolutely, and it's not like... Or, like, there'll be an end, and they're like, wow, I shouldn't have done this. And then, and then they're like, nah, or they go and do something else that's even worse, or just forget about it. No, I think every aspect of it, and it's important to realize, like, well, maybe the gang feeds off each other. Everyone else pretty much actively hates the gang. Oh, like, yeah, they, like the waitress does and a bunch of other people. And there's people, like, you can clearly see, like, who are negatively affected by even being around the gang. Oh, yeah, there's someone named Rickety Cricket that gets screwed all the time by their actions. The waitress actively gets screwed a lot. What's the point in fact you called him Rickety Cricket? Oh yeah, that's Matthew, not even his name. His real Matthew. name is Matthew Mara, but like they Who call him a, Rickety Cricket. He was a preacher? Yeah. And I won't say what happens with that and one. He's gotten... Rickety Cricket's whole arc is something else. Oh yeah. But... He just repeatedly gets And it's how, the way I looked at it him. and I've heard and I think I agree with is almost what people called like it's the gang's version of Dorian Gray, where they're not aging or getting like they don't get worse. It just seems to all be put upon rickety cricket. <laughs> yeah. He suffers Do you want like to explain under- what Dorian Gray is for people that aren't us? Dor- Some people don't know okay. what the picture of Dorian Gray is. Okay, the picture of Dorian Gray. I'm sorry we're going on a random tangent now about Dorian Gray. But basically it's an older story, and I'm not going to get too much into it. But Dorian Gray has a photo of himself, a self-portrait. Painting. Yeah. But it's a self-portrait of himself and... They have some sort of, I would call it a curse almost, if that's the case you want to go He about. makes a deal with the devil, basically, yes. doesn't he, actually? I think so. That's what it was. But he doesn't get older or get affected by anything that happens in his life. Rather, the it painting. It happens to the painting of him. So he'll go on and do awful things and, like, things that obviously aren't good for him health-wise or other stuff. But it only affects the painting. So you see but, the like, he slowly right? starts going, like, mad from it in the end. And he, like, destroys the painting and, like, dies or something, right? I think, if I'm not mistaken, he stabs the painting. It kills, kills him, himself. and then the painting returns to normal. Yeah, I think that's right. It could be. I could be entirely wrong with that last portion. It's been a very long time. Yeah, it's been a fat is, minute. Is the gang does awful stuff, and they do face the consequences, which is being with each other. That's like their own what I'd call personal hell. <laughs> but, but like any further than that, yeah, most of the time not just, really. But it gets inflicted on cricket. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of just bears the weight of all the gang's misdoings and it is awful and other people oh yeah there are people too because he's not in every episode no he's not but it happens but every time you see him he just gets worse no there's never been a good episode for cricket no you want to talk a bit about seasons yeah so i already talked about season one a lot of people will probably consider that one the worst what do you think your best or favorite episode, season, whatever, uh, what have you? Do you have an idea what you want to say first? I like The Nightman Coming. <sighs> I do like The Nightman It's a very Coming. good episode. Charlie writes a musical, and the gang acts in it, and it is absolutely hilarious, and they keep messing it up. And also, Charlie's, like, illiterate, so they can't read the script, and none of the songs make any sense. And it's really funny. And they, they actually did a live version of it, like... In L.A., like, the actual actors and actresses. And it was really funny. I've seen the recording of it. It's really good, though. That's one of my favorite ones. But I also like... 
Oh, there's so many good episodes. Like, there's Mac and Dennis move to the suburbs. There's The Gang Turns Black is another musical. That one's really interesting. Um, they, they turn black and have to, like, face struggles. But it's also a musical, and it's very interesting. Because they, like, act like they understand, like, the plights now. And they're, like, gonna be better for it. And then, of course, they aren't. I was looking to, while you were talking, just to kind of get an idea. I was looking through all the seasons to get an idea of what I would say my favorite season is. And I think it would be between three and two. Not to say the rest ones are bad. I love almost every They're single season. They're all really season. good. And I don't really have a least favorite episode, really, other than, like, Frank's brother is kind of meh. I don't like And, like, one. being Frank is kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. Bad take. I like being Frank. <laughs> I like it all right. It's just not my favorite compared to the other ones. Well, Another great one is Charlie Work. That one was rated super high. But uh, like that one was given almost a perfect score, wasn't it? I think so. The one that I because it's all most, it's all in like one shot. It's really cool. I think one it's that very fluid. Uh, I always like Dennis v. Dennis, Serial Defense. Oh, that one's so good. Or the Dennis System. That one's fun. Or the, the ones where they go on the cruise. The. Uh, those are all great. The one I was going to bring up, the dentist, uh, Dennis v. Dennis, was... Serial defense. Was a case where... Uh, or, sorry, it's Reynolds v. Reynolds, excuse yeah. me. Dennis is eating cereal yeah. in his car as he's driving. And Frank, who has trouble seeing, just slams and rear-ends his vehicle, which causes Dennis to spill the cereal and milk all over his car, ruining the interior. Meanwhile, there's no damage to the outside of the car. So they host a kind of mock trial inside the bar with everyone to determine who's at fault for this. Because while Frank did hit the, his car and caused interior damage, Frank tries to argue the fact that... Dennis was, should have accepted the risk yes, of having... It, it a was, bowl of milk and cereal. He was acting reckless by eating cereal to begin with. So, it's real fun. And then it devolves into whether or not evolution's real somehow. Oh, yeah, with Mac. Because Mac is also, like, Catholic. I, how do we forget the Catholic part <laughs> I know. Of that's another really big part of him. And then, like, he talks about how people are stupid science bitch. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, it's unbelievably. It's, that oh, that's has another to be good one. Episode. Flowers for Charlie is good. Flowers. I don't... I love so many of the episodes. They're so good. Yeah, stupid science couldn't make I more, more smarter. smarter. That's why I thought of it. But no, there's great episodes across because that's like a like season nine ten episode. It gets they're great consistently well, across there's, the board. They're so good, and there's some a bunch of outlandish episodes in the newest season. They go to Ireland, and it's just it's crazy. And there's a bunch of stuff like that. There's somewhere they try out for the Philadelphia Eagles. Like there's a, just a bunch of hilarious stuff and. They're all really good for the most part. Oh, yeah. And then, like, yeah. Oh, I thought of another least favorite one. Uh, They go... Okay, so the first version of this episode is good. They go on a plane, and they try to beat Wade Boggs' record. He's a baseball player, and they're like, he drank a ton of beers on the plane and then won the game and hit so many ball homers the next night. Anyway, they... They they try and do that, but then there's another version of the episode where it's all women and it's really gross because it's and I don't like it because it's the whole thing is like when women do it like women there's female made things like Ghostbusters there was an all female version and they're like making fun of that or whatever 
But then in this one, it's mostly gross-out humor, and they all just, like, throw up at the end, and it's disgusting. So I don't like that one very and I get, much. And again, it is trying to do a commentary of saying, like, what's the point of doing a female remake of a thing you've already done? And they're trying to make fun of that aspect. Yeah, because the whole time not... they're like, they should do something different. We should do something different. Let's do a different challenge or whatever. And Dee's like, no, it has to be the same. See, in that... But then the end's just really gross. That's my... That's the only reason I don't like that one. I think oh. it's entertaining through, like... Until the, everyone starts puking. Almost a meta-commentary sort of aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, it's talking about... You're just about, pulling out all the big words for this episode. I don't mean to be. I'm just... It's the best way I can describe it. It's the... I know. I know what it means. I just think... It, I know what all of these things are other than the weird Z one. It's like, guys... Because no one says that. Sure they do. But... I just thought it was funny. But, no, the meta-commentary, obviously they're talking about other shows and other movies, like, how they're approaching it. But it doesn't come out to be a funny... It's more of just trying to make a statement about it than I would say is aiming to be an entertaining episode. Which, I mean, if you want to make a comment about it, you can. But it comes off as a weaker episode. And I think that season itself is really weird. I gotta check if you don't mind for a second. I don't second. remember which season that I was. I can figure out which one it is. I don't think I had any issues with the other ones. The, the janitor always mops twice is a wacky one. And I think they mentioned No, it. some of, most of those are good. Because the yeah. gang gets new wheels is fun. Charlie's Home Alone has a lot of gross-out humor, too. Yes. That one's They did cool. have a few episodes that were more gross-out humor, and that's just what it is, but... If you like that type of stuff, you'll love it, but it, I'm personally not the biggest fan. No, and I just don't think it worked the way it, as much that season. Good news is it doesn't really repeat itself past season. That was 13, and 14 and 15, I think, were... Much stronger. Oh, 100%. I think 14... I really don't have any issues. I don't even, like, skip these ones when they come on. No, just... I don't... I skipped the Charlie's Home Alone. The gang wins the big game. I'm, it's so uncomfortable. because oh, yeah, those ones are uncomfortable. It's gross out humor, and then but also just... sometimes I'll skip Frank's brother just because I'll get kind of bored. But no, the reason, and we do mention this, for having a show that is 15 seasons long, not every single one can be an absolute winner. Yeah. But I would argue... But it's much better than most things that go on for this long, like The, the Simpsons. Like, The Simpsons needs to end at this point. No, and I think... Even They're not making anything point. good at this point, but... As, Thankfully, the show isn't at that point. And we were talking the other day about how we think it's going to go on until, like, Danny DeVito passes. Oh, yeah. And I think, in my point being, season 13, in my opinion, is probably the worst season. And even then, it has episodes I really like. Time's Up for the Gang was really fun. That one's good. The Gang Gets New Wheels was really good. The Gang Solves the Bathroom Problem was a fun one clip show. And Mac Finds His Pride is an extremely interesting season finale. That That's great. I love that episode. So even on its worst season, I argue it has a lot of great episodes. Oh, yeah. It's just it them having a few ones where I'm like, eh, that's all right, I guess, was considered the worst season out of 15 seasons, mm-hmm. and you have an amazing track record. Yeah, but every show's going to have its ups and downs. And I think at the end of the day, Always Sunny has a lot more ups, ups. than it does downs. Oh, yeah. Most of their episodes are rated very highly. Oh, of course. It's and a... seasons. That's why it's been on for so long. I don't move. Paul, I could take you don't stay on. on and be terrible. You unless have... you're like Days of Our Lives. <laughs> hey, don't disrespect Days. No, what that one gets a flat cringe. And I don't get to have to elaborate on it. Because that's my show and I get to make the rules. When are we doing an episode about it? Never. I'm never watching a full episode of that. We're going to watch the entire There was a time during COVID where it would be on, like, 
right before the news or something, and I just have to sit through it while my parents had it on, and I'm like, this is terrible. Why are we, why are we doing this to ourselves? But, um, so, binge reasons. Ton of episodes. There's an absolute So many. Amount. 15 seasons, and they're coming out with more. They have a contract for, like, 18 seasons? Yes. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll renew it after that. Uh, Lord no willing, doubt. Danny DeVito is still kicking uh, it. I mean, Rob McElhenney, which, who plays Mac, flat out said, I remember in just an interview a few months ago, was said, I will play this role until I die, if they give me the opportunity to do so. Oh, yeah. And he, I don't doubt that when he says it. They all seem to be... These people were not just actors they set up for a show, if I'm not mistaken. They were friends. This was, like, their first thing. But they were friends And they were before. all friends before. And, uh, Dennis... Um, wait, no, sorry. Charlie is actually married to the waitress in real life. Yeah. Uh, Dee is married to Rob McElhenney, or Mac in real life. Dennis's wife has also been on the show. Yes, they're all really, and they're all seem to be very close. They do their own podcast together about over the episodes they've they done. They do. It's really funny. It gives a lot of behind the scenes stuff. It's pretty cool. But it seems I think that really helps with keeping the show as it is. It's not just a bunch of co-stars who ended up together. It's people, it's friends. Yes, yeah. people who were friends and people who continue to kind of have that chemistry together when they act. Oh yeah, because. Co-workers are cool and all, but, you know, uh, yeah. you don't always, Not every single know. day is great with them. Yeah, not every single day. I'm like, oh, boy, I get to go to work today. But when you work with your friends and you make something fun, it's, that's part of it. Oh, yeah. Um, And we said it's good. Like, cringe-wise, I don't know. Yeah, there's a few things. And obviously, if you don't like... Well, maybe if you don't lean left, this isn't the show for you. Oh, yeah. And I will also <laughs> say, it is, uh, there are some things that probably they make jokes on that yeah. even then are a little dicey now. They were dicey then, but that was them pushing the envelope, but it's obviously a lot dicier now. Time's up, like, time's up, time's up. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, I think it's absolutely a bingeable show, and it's really enjoyable. Yeah, I don't really have any reason for it to be cringe, but I love it. I've. I would recommend it to everybody. So, at least give it a try. At least give, like, season two a try. It's really good. But that's really all the time we have for today. Thank you again, Mason, for being on the show. Absolutely. And as always, this has been the Binge Bitch Podcast. And I've been your host, Kara. So, thank you so much for listening.